Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. How deserted lies the city, once so full of people. How like a widow is she, who once was great among the nations. She who was a queen among the provinces now has become a slave. My name is Jason Dyes alongside Kiki Culpepper. Two generations with One mission To recruit an army of digital disciples For the glory of God And we are in the book of Lamentations And it is the real thing And it's a sad thing Yes This week It's um, one of the saddest books as you once said Yes, as I once said It probably is the saddest book in the Bible Hence the word laments uh, when you lament yeah. something you're not usually celebrating anything uh let's talk about where we are quite literally we are 586 years before the birth of christ in the once beautiful city of jerusalem now i did the math you might actually be here. well you will be here for the tricentennial uh, when the united states is 300 years old it'll be 2076 yeah if i live to be 109 I'll be here. But for over 400 years, the city of Jerusalem has stood as this golden, beautiful place, right where God said it was supposed to be. And now, guess what? It's falling apart. It's all gone. This is an example of uh, sad poetry. Um, If you look at the book of Lamentations, it's divided into five chapters. And each chapter starts with the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet. There's 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet. And so it's, it's uh, arranged as a, po- as a poem. And it's, and it's very, very sad. And, of course, who's the author and what does he sing? Jeremiah, who's a prophet from God. God spoke through Jeremiah quite often. He said he sees the city of Jerusalem burned and abandoned. He sees it coming to an end by several different nations all attacking it. And it's just not a good thing for Jerusalem if they don't come back to God. Yeah, well, they 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 will one day, but uh, despite all of the warnings, it's interesting that everything that we've done on the show up to this point has been leading to the, the Hebrews getting to the city and establishing this kingdom. And for a couple hundred years, everything was going great. And then slowly but surely, they started letting one thing go. They started ignoring one law and, and getting flexible with other things. And God, as you know... He's not the most flexible person in the world when it comes to his commandments. No, he's usually pretty strict about them, I would say. They're they're not the Ten Recommendations. They're the Ten Commandments. And the Jews have turned their back on God. And Jeremiah is literally wandering through the city wondering if this is it. Will he ever see his people again? As I was driving up from County Line to to the restaurant this morning, I was thinking, what would it be like for you and me? To, to arrive here on what is usually Thursday, it's Wednesday morning today, yeah. and find nothing here, to find everything abandoned, to see everyone like we care about. Gone. And this is what Jeremiah is witnessing. It's like these knuckleheads who go out in the hurricanes and report on the hurricane by standing in the middle of it. Have He's, you seen that video of the one guy like standing there, then the two guys are walk just right by, yes. walking behind him? <laughs> Unfortunately, there's no mirth or humor in what Jeremiah is saying. Some of the things that are in this book of the Bible are too unspeakable even to mention on, on this show because of our 
homeschoolers. But if you do have We're a Bible, a yeah, PG-13 here. And um, I encourage you to read the book. It's not terribly long, but it is very, very sad. And I, I encourage you to get a study Bible with a geography um, notes and stuff like that because what we're seeing is further proof that God offers us a chance but when we turn his back our back on him it never goes right it never goes right here we're going to talk about it all and we'll do it all right after this my lamentation is for the people that I care about the people in my extended family who don't spend time at church who don't read the Bible I believe in time you will find your life in a place like Jeremiah found his and wish that you had done more with you and your family to glorify God. All right. I wanted people to think about their life as a city. I mean, your, your, yeah. your life contains all the things you care about, your faith, your family, your church. Your pet? Yes, my pet. <laughs> your Ozzy, who I saw Ozzo. training to be a goalie. I saw the video where he was grabbing the soccer ball He's with his mouth. Pup. He's such I a good-looking dog. Um, your church, everything. And uh, Jeremiah loved the city of Jerusalem, and he loved the people of Jerusalem, and he, he was preaching a very he unpopular loved, message. Like, he loved everything in it. He loved the people. He loved his family. He had family and yep. friends yep. in the city, and he just saw it all go to waste because of a few things that Jerusalem did as a whole. Yeah, he didn't live, He, although he preached in the city of Jerusalem, he actually lives in what we would call today a suburb. <laughs> he could walk <laughs> to Jerusalem, but he lived in a city just a little ways, a little village uh, outside of Jerusalem, which is probably why he wasn't killed. And it's not just that King Nebuchadnezzar has taken a certain percentage of the population back to modern-day Iraq to be slaves. It's not like they had trains and buses and airplanes and a bucky no. to stop at. They can only take so many people. And the people that were left behind were either killed or they are living a very, very terrible existence. And as he walks through, yeah, or they're they're dying a a terrible death from starvation. And as Jeremiah is walking through the city, this is kind of like the first blog, the first social media post. You know, Twitter says, what's happening? Facebook says, what's going on? Or whatever the questions are. All of our Instagram and Snapface and Snapchat, it's all about what's happening at that moment. And in Lamentation 348, uh, Jeremiah tells us exactly what he's seeing and what he's feeling. In Lamentations 3:48, it says, "Streams of tears flow from my eyes because my people are destroyed." The Bible tells a true story of a man witnessing all of this, witnessing this happening, watching his whole city fall apart, watching what he grew up in fall apart. It's like, yes, the Bible is a great thing. It tells you how you can be saved, how you can get redeemed, how Jesus saved all of you, all of us. But it's not always a happy story that ends up. It's no. like, it may seem like a fairy tale, but fairy tales don't always mm-hmm. end happy. No, this one definitely does not have a... Well, we know it has a happy ending because we know Jesus is coming. Yes. Although these guys get it wrong again 586 years mm-hmm. later when the Messiah shows up and they all go, gosh, you sound just like the Messiah is supposed to, but we're going to reject you anyway. And um, it actually foreshadows something that Jesus says in the book of Luke as he sees the city of Jerusalem and he weeps for the city yeah. of Jerusalem. And it's just, as I, as I tell people, no one suggests that God's chosen people were supposed to settle in Seattle or Paris. It's all supposed to be this one specific geographic place. And that's God's home. And when his people have turned their backs on him, there's no reason for him to stay in that home. And the city is 
for a period of time, there is no Jerusalem. And, as, and at the end of Lamentations, in Lamentations 5.22, Jeremiah is bemoaning their fate and wondering if God will ever come back to them. He says, unless you are utterly rejected us and are angry with us, beyond measure. So he thinks it's very possible that God is going to abandon them forever. But God always says, God will never abandon you. God will never abandon anyone. It's like, once you are his, you are his. He doesn't want you leaving. He wants you to be his. He doesn't want you to turn away. Even though you may think God abandoned you, God will never abandon you. And God wants us as witnesses to talk about him and talk about others. Like, to continue others coming to God and saying, you are never alone. God will never abandon you, no matter how small you feel, no matter if everything's falling apart around you, like Jerusalem. It's like God will never leave you. And if, you're, if your city is crumbling around you, if your life is crumbling around you, my, my cousin, whom I love, just went through an unspeakable tragedy in her immediate family. And she's one of those families in my extended family that doesn't go to church, that doesn't have this to comfort her in times like this. And I don't understand how people get through these uh, moments of lifetime inflection of sadness and unspeakable grief without something, someone like God to turn to. And Jeremiah, who literally believes that the city of Jerusalem is God's home. He is there in the tabernacle. It's all gone. And it is sad. And it is very, very sad. But the good news is, it turns <laughs> yeah, around at if the you end. stick with us for a, a bunch of more books of the Bible, there is some good news coming. Yeah. And Jeremiah also talks about it in the book of Lamentation. So I do encourage you to read this book in its entirety because it's not, it's not Get terribly you a box of tissues and cuddle yes. up by the fireside right. now because it's cold. It is cold here. For us in Texas, So grab a box of tissues, cold. get by the fire, and read the book of Lamentation. And, um, and I did have my four-count chicken mini, so I've got my Big Bang box there. And um, I was reminded of that because... Because our good buddy, Professor Hawking, has put out his final book and his final thoughts, telling everybody that, once again, there is no God. Well, let me tell you something, hmm. Professor Hawking. I hope it's really warm where wrong. you are because you are very wrong. There was a big bang in outer space. There was a big bang in outer yes. space. We're not it's seeing... when the rebels destroyed the Death Star. But that's pretty hmm. much the only big bang in outer space that put us yeah. exactly where we're supposed to be. But... So we will lament for Dr. Hawking and hope that he got his mind right right before he left. But until that, my name is Jason Dias alongside Kiki Culpepper. And to God be the glory. This is not a test. It's the real thing. This is the Christcast 2020. My name is Jason Dias alongside Kiki Culpepper. And we are at the Chick-fil-A app. <laughs> We're at the Chick-fil-A app. Good job. <laughs>
Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.